This episode is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Download the app and join me this week on Spotify Greenroom to get in on the action. Spotify Greenroom, changing the way we talk sports. Your Locked On Maple Leafs. Your daily podcast on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Leafs podcast, your one-stop shop for all things Leafs. I'm your host, Mike DiStefano from TSN 1050 Toronto Radio, also known as Al's brother from TSN's Overdrive. You can hit me up on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow the show as well at Locked On Leafs. If you like what you hear today, please consider subscribing to the podcast. Leave your rating and review as well. That would be much, much appreciated. All right, folks, uh, we had some interesting news come across the wire today. The Canadian Senate passed Bill C-218 and is set to legalize single-event sports gambling. And to join me to chat about it, we have Aaron Karolnik, the host of TSN Edge on TSN 1050, also the producer of First Up. Aaron, how are you, pal? Al's brother, I am doing fantastic. A monumental day here in our country. And as, you, as you're as you well aware, I'm taking the over on Bill C-218 and a half. <laughs> Look, this is a this is a this is a big deal, and for for you know sharps such as yourself, and you know the whole crew over at TSN Edge, and and all of the sports books across the country, for those who aren't quite you know big time gamblers or people who haven't been following along the the bill and the story here, why don't you quickly just explain why today was so special for single event sports gambling? Absolutely. So I think the common person, maybe even the common sports fan, wouldn't even know that sports gambling, single event wagering is not currently permitted, or currently at the moment, permitted in our country because we see things like Proline, we go down to Woodbine and see uh, the horse races where that is legal. But in order to place a legal wager in the country at the moment, it needs to be done via a parlay, meaning multiple events at one time which, of course, reduces your odds of winning. And in the esteemed opinion of past governments, eliminated the notion of match fixing. So if you were to put a number of events together, let's say a Leafs game and a Raptors game and a Calgary Flames game, there would be no notion that any of these matches could be fixed. That was a concern in the past. Clearly, that's an antiquated way to look at sports. And in the government, uh, led by David Wells and Kevin Waugh out of Saskatchewan, have put together this bill, C-218, and have amended the criminal code to allow single-event wagering in Canada, which is a massive, massive deal for sports betting in our country. It's going to create a significant number of jobs, uh, really really hasten an industry, and really make a a significant dent uh, as far as tax revenues go as well. So it's very exciting news, and it could really lead to a lot of changes in the country as far as how sports is consumed in totality. So what do you mean by that? Like, how does this change how sports are consumed? Like, how does gambling, betting change all that? Well, I think we're going to see over the over a number of years, I don't think this will be instantaneous right. once this is given royal assent. So royal assent is the next step after the Senate has passed, which happened today. And that's basically a sign-off from... Justin Trudeau and the federal government, which is expected to be nothing more than a formality. So we're good to go in that respect. So the next step after that 
is how the provinces handle it individually, because it will be at the discretion of each province uh, as far as how they want to legislate, how they roll out their own single event wager. So in Ontario, it will very likely be very different than in Alberta or Saskatchewan and so on. So as far as how things could change, there remains a very strong possibility that at some point in time in a not too distant future, you sit down at Scotiabank Arena, you either on your own phone or a, an iPad in front of you, you are able to make wagers on a game who will get the next shot on goal, who will score the next assist, who will make the next save. These are all things that are very possible and then we right at your fingertips because each professional hockey team, baseball team, basketball team, etc. will have its own individual gaming partner and each league will also have its own individual gaming partner. So the opportunities are limitless for the consumer and if you're someone who enjoys sports betting or if you're someone who doesn't you soon will be inundated with it whether you like it or not yeah like it seems this is just like a whole next level of of degeneracy that could potentially be here for canadian sports betters and like i for the longest time i was just like a casual better i would go down to 7-eleven and, and do like my sunday picks i would make sunday picks and then as i got a little bit older and i figured out that oh why can't i make a bet on the super bowl oh because it's illegal you can't actually make one single bet on the super bowl so then i started getting into the online sports books and all that and uh the best online sports book obviously betonline.ag use the promo code locked on you get yourself a 50 percent welcome bonus by the way um but like i would go to these online sports books and that's that would be the only way to be able to make these wagers and you know now you're going to be able to do that like the single event i think is something that um a lot of people don't really understand what exactly that means and that's exactly what it is right like now you can just bet on one game you can just bet on the super bowl you can just bet tonight you know you've got the habs and you've got the the golden knights for game five you can make that wager whereas as of now like because the bill is not yet passed you're unable to make that bet who's going to win habs you can't just make one money line bet and now you're going to be able to once this goes through um yep when is that expected to happen, though? Like, how long before uh, it's fully legalized here in the country? Well, just before we move on to that, House brother, apologies for for interjecting, but I think that we also need to consider the fact that there have there are billions of ta- of dollars that are being spent in our country each year on offshore gambling, yep. and not to mention the billions that are spent each year on bookies, illegal bookies. So, so you're talking about regulating a business that desperately needs regulation because you're talking about bookies. Like I've seen the Sopranos. I know what goes on <laughs> and I've seen how sports folks can really screw you out of bets and can screw you out of your hard earned dollars because they're based in like Malta or like somewhere where you're never going to be able to have anyone for accountability. So there's that as far as the timeline goes, there have been those that believe that this could be in place by labor day. So you're not talking about that far out. That being said, if you look at New York, it's a timeline that far exceeds something like Labor Day because the government and provincial governments in particular are really going to need to iron out exactly how they're going to roll this out and who they're going to roll it out to. In a state like Colorado, for instance, which is one of the 25 American states that have legalized mobile sports gambling like we have done here today in Canada. They have 20 operators who are legally allowed to operate in the state. 
is Ontario going to allow 20 different entities to enter the market and compete for our gambling dollars? Seems like a lot for me. And then you look at a state like New York, which is very restrictive, uh, as, uh, which is very restrictive as far as who they're allowing in, simply because it's such a prohibitive cost to apply. $25 million for a 10-year license plus state taxes take up 50% of operators' revenues. So that is a significant chunk of money. It's not really viable for some of the smaller operators to even operate at all. So it's going to be purely at the jurisdiction of, of, of each government as far as how it's going to operate. And timelines are very iffy. You would hope that everyone would be on the same timeline in Canada. Because, but as we've learned, and if we've learned anything over the course of the last 16 months in the pandemic, don't rely on your government. <laughs> well, I mean, when you think about the government, too, I mean, they it would be most beneficial for them to have, you know, a large say in what goes on. Like, how much are the government going to have a hand in this? Like, how many, like you said, books are they going to allow to enter the market? Like, it would be smart of them to corner mm -hmm. it themselves. Like, currently with OLG here in Ontario, that that's it, right? You can only use OLG to do betting. How much more competition are they going to allow enter it, and how is that going to define how sports gambling goes in the in the province? Okay, fantastic question. So let me pose this to you: Bet uh, Bet Online AG, correct? Yep. Okay, so you you're using Bet Online AG, and you want to make a bet on Vegas Golden Knights tonight against the Montreal Canadiens. You're being offered minus two forty. Then you're talking about one of the regulated sports books in Ontario who are coming in. And, oh, they're offering you Vegas at minus 260. Of course, you're going to be betting on Vegas minus 240 because those provide better odds and you will win more money. The reason perhaps Vegas is being offered at minus 260 in a regulated sports book in Ontario is because of taxes. And they're forced to up the juice and take more VIG simply because that's the only way they can benefit financially from such an arrangement. So that's something that the government's really going to need to take into account because competition is key. If you want to beat these unlicensed regulators out of, again, Malta, so you're talking about all the big names who we know who are online and take action uh, from Canadians, Americans, wherever it may be. We know all the names, Bet Online AG included. You need to beat them out. And if you're taxing them to such an extent where they can't make it work financially and they need to charge more to its customers you're going to have a very unsuccessful rollout. So the onus is on the government, be it Ontario or otherwise, to figure out a way to make it a competitive marketplace and be able to crush those unlicensed regulators. Um, again, the names who we know, I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's, it's imperative for that to happen because otherwise it's not a, a viable setup for the provinces as far as Bill C-218 and everything that it has the potential to do. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I'll be hosting rooms for the Locked On Leafs once a week. Yes, you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to right here every day on Locked On Leafs. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join the conversations about the league, about about the NHL and about the Maple Leafs first and foremost. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, pre-game breakdowns, and of course reacting to the biggest news 
and rumors. Go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS systems. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. You can follow me as well at Leaves or at Mike underscore DeStefano to be notified when my room goes live. I know you won't want to miss it. I'm planning to be there live every single week, at least once a week. We'll be doing one of these bad boys. I can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the Leafs. I'll see you there. Locker room, changing the way we talk sports. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Did you know that the Built Bar has nine delicious flavors, plus the occasional limited time only? Right now, they've got Grasshopper Cookie. It is phenomenal. And when you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about all of their favorites. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. You got coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. So there's something for everyone. And know this, my favorite flavor the peanut butter brownie it is fantastic and if you haven't tried all the flavors you can get a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors that we provide and not only are the built bar flavors the best tasting but they're healthy too they're great for the health conscious guy or gal but also good for the keto diet most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein just 130 calories only four grams of sugar and only four grams of net carbs order today and get that raspberry or mint brownie or whatever you like and get it now go to builtbar.com use the promo code locked 15 you'll get 15 percent off your first order use promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off at builtbar.com so i think we we're already seeing like tv networks and some of the other pro sports leagues starting to capitalize on things uh how how can the nhl capitalize on this you know, I think they've been very reluctant to talk about gambling partnerships for a very long time. So, you know, how are they going to be able to finally open up and capitalize? And what I think would potentially happen, too, is, like, increase that HRR and allow them to possibly get a, a cap rise sooner rather than later through the cap, the flat cap system. It is incredible, Al's brother, to think back to 2012 when Gary Bettman was, it was, I don't know if he was subpoenaed, I don't know the legal term, but he was <laughs> giving a deposition at uh, a very similar bill that was being proposed by the federal government here in Canada. And he was staunchly opposed to the idea of single event wagering in Canada because he was concerned, and this also goes for the United States as well. Actually, you know what, sorry, it was an American bill, an American bill, and we know how they have rolled it out in 25 states. Um, back in 2018, they, they 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 legislated that for each state. Gary Bettman was staunchly opposed to that because he was very concerned about match fixing. So you're talking about less than 10 years later, the NHL has partnered with a number of different organizations. Each NHL team is going to or already has its own betting partner. And, here's, and the reality is everyone is just seeing the writing on the wall. It's going to happen. It's an inevitability that this occurs. People love betting on sports. Why not profit on something that's going to happen already with or without your permission? So it's it's inevitability. And bringing it to tonight's hockey game, and I heard Brian Hayes talking about this on Overdrive a little bit earlier on TSN 1050, you're going to get more transparency from teams with regards to injuries, with regards to lineup decisions, and that's better for the sports fan. Why are we debating Will it be Leonard or will it be Flurry tonight? We should already know that information. And as soon as this legislation is passed, I can guarantee you we will. 
Well, yeah, because especially for like or like daily fantasy and and regular yep, fantasy exactly. stuff. Like, I mean, you can't. I can't tell you how many times I'm sitting there and I need to make a decision as seven o'clock approaches with my starting goaltender in fantasy hockey, and I've made the wrong one because I don't know who's going to start because they haven't confirmed it, and then, you know, the game's not until uh, 8 o'clock or whatever for, for my one goalie, but my backup starts at 7, but I rolled the dice hoping that my starter would go, and then he doesn't end up playing, and now I missed out on a whole day of goalie stats because they just didn't allow that information. And to me, fantasy is one of the biggest um, biggest things, too, that, that helps bring in new fans. Like, you... you play fantasy football. I think that's been the biggest rise in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Fantasy hockey is is starting to rise as well. And I think gambling now is even kind of that next step to really get people into it cuz all you need is a simple like $5 bet on something and automatically you are so entrenched in what's going. It doesn't matter. This could be a Tuesday night game between um, like the Minnesota Wild and the New York Islanders in the middle of February, and if you got five bucks riding on it, you care. You're going to watch. So I think that you're just it, it just legitimately is going to create so much more um, eyeballs. And with the U.S. and with ESPN taking on uh, American or taking on um, a new NHL contract, I think that this also kind of is going to work in unison and really grow the game as a whole. Couldn't agree more with everything you just said. You talk about the idea of player props. Will player X score a goal tonight at plus 130? Will this player record a power play point? Will this player go over or under two and a half shots on goal? Those are discussions that you can get ready for. Will be happening on terrestrial radio. Will be happening on podcasts. Will be happening on TV with absolute regularity on the day-to-day starting at the beginning of the next NHL season. It's going to be an adjustment for the casual viewer, but the amount of money that's about to be pouring in from these companies who have massive advertising spending on the horizon here in Canada because it's a significant market. You think about uh, Ontario alone is essentially the size of the state of California. Or sorry, the country of Canada is the size of the state of California. So it's a significant market that's a, an addressable one for all these gambling companies. And I think you're really going to see uh, a lot of resources poured into our country. And I think that's great for Canadians. And I think that's going to be a great thing for the sports fan and the non-sports fan as well. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on your sports action. The NHL playoffs are in full swing, and you can track all the action at betonline.ag. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on your sports needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action, and more. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website and use your mobile device to sign in today. Use a promo code locked on and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's promo code locked on for 50% off your first deposit at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. In conversation with Aaron Karolnik of TSN Edge, uh, single-game sports betting is one step closer to becoming legalized. But uh, while I have you here, let's give the bettors who listen to the podcast a chance to win some money now. 
And you can do that on the best online sports book out there, and that's betonline.ag. Remember to use the promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus. That's a promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus. And uh, right now, there's a few futures bets that can be placed on betonline.ag. And let's hear from the expert himself. So, Aaron, I've got a few bets here, a few little wagers, some props, and I'm curious to get your thoughts on them. Uh, are you interested? Let me know where you're leaning as of now. Okay. Okay, let's get right to it. Let's start in the playoffs because I think the Con Smythe Award as the playoff MVP is always one that people like to throw a little bit of cash on. And uh, right now, the Con Smythe favorites, and, and these numbers, these wagers, these they're all over on betonline.ag, so you can literally go make these bets now if you'd like. So for the Con Smythe favorites, you can bet Kucherov at plus 300, Petrangelo plus 325, Point plus 325, Vasilevsky plus 375, Mark andre Fleury plus 550, Carey Price plus 900, Varlamov plus 1800, or Barzell plus 2800. Uh, is there any one of these that that you feel most confident in, whether it's a value pick or just you feel strongly that they're going to win the award? All right. Well, so full disclosure, I have a future on Vasilevsky plus 2,500 to win the Conn Smythe Trophy. So I am biased here in saying <laughs> I really hope Vasilevsky wins the Conn Smythe. That being said, if I believe that Tampa is going to win the Cup, and I do, I would be betting on Braden Point. And it's crazy to say because – Nikita Kucherov, I believe, has nine more points than Braden Point. But Braden Point has a goal in eight straight games. That's just yeah. two games away from tying the NHL's postseason record for consecutive games with a goal. Point has been incredible, scoring goals at absolutely crucial moments of games as well. So I think he would be my betting favorite, and the odds basically reflect that. But I think if you're talking about value, and I think it's going to be one of Tampa or Vegas who wins the Stanley Cup, I think you have to go with Marc-Andre Fleury at plus 550 if he takes back the net tonight he still has a sub to GAA in the postseason so far it's not like he's been a scrub yes Leonard came in for the one game and was great but if Fleury takes back the net and closes out the Habs and then is somehow able to stifle Tampa and their potent offense I'm talking about potent the top five scorers remaining in the playoffs all Tampa Bay Lightning they are a crazy juggernaut offensively so if Vegas is able to get it done and win the cup, I think Marc-Andre Fleury will ultimately be the Conn Smythe Trophy winner because he'll be great, but also because there's kind of a lack of options behind him. Maybe Wild Bill Carlson could be a mix. Certainly Alex Petrangelo has been exceptional. He would definitely be the favorite at the moment if Vegas were to win the cup. But I, I like Fleur. I think there's definitely some value there at plus five fifty. How about you, as brother? Yeah, I'm I'm legitimately I'm I'm pretty well with you. I think Brayden Point right now is the guy who I'm throwing some scratch down on plus three twenty five. So you could try and triple your money, and I think that'd be a pretty solid bet. I mean, they're my they're my favorites to win the cup. I got a futures wager on them to win the cup. So like you, I've got some uh, I've got some some money on the line there if they do well. Uh, but Flurry Flurry, the thing is, like they have to take back the 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 net. Right? Right, like if Flurry is able to stay in in goal and be the number one and and bounce back from that performance the other night, then yes, I think that he could be an op- option. But I'm not so I'm not sold that that's going to be the case, you know. So and we've already seen that DeBoer is pretty quick to pull the trigger, and 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 if he struggles once in a Cup final, you know he could go right back to Leonard, and all of a sudden, you know, Flurry's been pulled now for 
basically two games, is he really still in contention for a con Smythe? I'm not so sure. So I don't know if I'd be willing to roll the dice on Flurry, but I'm 100% with you on Braden Point. Uh, Stanley Cup odds. I think, like, obviously the Lightning are favored at minus 105. You got Vegas, a little bit of plus money at plus 140. But are the Habs the value pick here at plus 1,000? I think you'd have to say. If you're talking about purely value, then yeah. I mean, Montreal, in their most recent game against Vegas, had 18 high-danger scoring opportunities. Vegas had one. Yeah. So it's not like... It's not like Montreal is getting significantly outplayed by Vegas at all. They are hanging with the Golden Knights at every turn. So do I think they can beat Tampa as well? I mean, it's been such an incredible run for Montreal. And Vegas is the second-best record in the NHL this past season. So it's not like they're a bunch of scrubs. But to me, Tampa is just – they're just an absolute force. And that 8 nothing win against the Islanders last night was decisive to say the least. If I was betting on a team, I'd bet on Tampa. But at the, at the minus 150 number, it's not that intriguing. I would say the plus 1,000 number on Montreal. You could go down to the beautiful city of Montreal and celebrate <laughs> with those fine Frenchmen and French women. They have a great time, House Brother. You could do worse things with your time than that, especially now that it's legal again to go to the province of Quebec from here in Ontario. You could, but there's also something to say about how that's almost like lighting your money on fire, right? Like, almost. although it's good value, it is extremely unlikely to happen, right? Or or what you would do is you bet them at plus 1,000, you hedge it out if they're able to get past Vegas. Yes, they will be very heavy underdogs. I would guess Tampa probably minus 300 to beat Montreal in a cup final. But you can still sprinkle it out there and probably be able to make money either way. So if you want to play it that way, that's another option. See, that's that's where the veteranness comes in right there. That's why we get you on the show. That's the veteran speak right there. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank here, you. Here's a couple of year-end player awards that still have yet to be awarded. Um, they should probably end up coming out over the next couple of days as all the awards have been kind of trickling out throughout the playoffs, but we've got three left, and there's three options are still available over at betonline.ag. So let's start with the Norris, the defenseman of the year. So we've got Adam Fox as the favorite at minus 220, Victor Hedman at plus 140, and Kale McCarr at plus 900. Where are you leaning here, AK? Okay, so let me ask you a question, and it's not rhetorical, but I think the answer will be pretty obvious once I ask you the question. How many times... Has a player won the Norris on a non-playoff team? Probably not many. The answer is zero, Al's brother. It's never happened. Will it happen this year? As great as Adam Fox was. I think he was the best defenseman in the NHL this year. You think about the years that Panarin and Zabinijad had for the Rangers. Not great. A lot of injuries there. A lot of missed times. Adam Fox was the guy who carried that team. But I don't think the voters will get over the fact that the Rangers missed the playoffs, and I know they had more points than the Habs. I think this is Hedman's trophy, uh, his second Norris. I believe he won his first in 2018. Didn't have his most incredible statistical year, but Tampa was a beast. Hedman was a beast all year playing injured, and I think he gets the nod by a nose over Adam Fox. How surprised are you that you can get Hedman at plus money? Well, I, I am surprised, and, and I think that's why there's a lot of value in betting him. As great as Adam Fox was, I think at least some voters will take into account the fact that the Rangers missed the playoffs. 
It's a major award and giving the Norris trophy to a guy whose team missed the playoffs. And it's obviously not Adam Fox's fault. They missed the playoffs. He was their best player all year. I think there will be some voters that hold that against them. And I think it'll be enough to get Hedman his second Norris trophy. I think so too. And once again, I got a little scratch in here. I think I got Hedman at like plus 625 at the beginning of the year. So uh, yeah. Hey man, bet online had some nice wagers. They had some good, uh, some good numbers, some good lines, and I was able to capitalize. And I I told the listeners to do it too, so hopefully they did. Uh, We got two more here. So the Calder Trophy. I think this one's pretty. This one was very surprising, I guess I I would say, because Kirill Kaprizov, who most people think is going to win it, at minus five thousand. So there was virtually. No point in betting this, right? And that's kind of the conversation I want to have here. At minus 5,000, even if you think that there's a good chance that Kaprizov wins it, there's just, unless you're betting an absorbent amount of money, which, I mean, you're probably not going to, it's not worth making a sizable bet because I don't think it's as much of a slam dunk as this number suggests, which makes me actually think that Jason Robertson at plus 1,000 might be worth a little bit of a wager. I don't know. I think ultimately this is a stay away. When you have someone at minus 5,000, the statistical probability of somebody else coming out and winning an award, it's basically nil. Kaprizov was exceptional, and whether or not he stays in the NHL next year is probably another topic for another day to see if he gets uh, maybe the sophomore slump could hit him. But the guy was an absolute monster for Minnesota in his rookie year. And I think at minus 5,000, I wouldn't necessarily bet it, but it, if you're into a, a few free bucks, throw a hundo, and what would you win on a hundo? Two bucks? <laughs> so I, th- I believe I believe if you bet $100, you'd win $2 at minus 5,000, although my math, could, my math could be off. I did go to Western, so a lot of brain cells sucked up back then. <laughs> I know you can empathize with me, I was brother. Yes, so I I'd probably do. I'd probably do a stay. I'd probably stay away from that one. Yeah, I think that's that's the the right call. And if you were to lay a bet, you lay a couple dollars on Robertson, and you hope that you can make some good money off of that if he ends up stealing this away. Because I don't think it's as much of a slam dunk, though. Like minus five thousand, I think is a little bit misleading for how mm-hmm. how like it makes it seem like this is pretty you know open shut case. I think Robertson has a case. Like he, if you look at you know the advanced stats and like points per sixty, Jason Robertson was actually better than Kaprizov. And like Robertson, what he was able to do once he got going was like incredible. This guy was scoring goals like every other day. He was extremely impactful. Um, I I think that he has an a chance to do it. But I'm with you when I say that it's probably a stay away. But if you do want to make a wager? You got like ten bucks lying around. Throw it on Robertson, and that ten bucks can make you a hundred. Yeah, and uh, I mean, if this was an award based on the second half of the season, I think it's pretty much a lock that Jason Robertson <laughs> would be getting this award. But I mean, unfortunately for him, didn't contribute as much as he would have liked early on, and for that reason and that reason alone, I think Mr. Kaprizov will be taking home his. I guess you can only win it once as far as the Calder Trophy goes. Well, you say that, but like these are voted upon by the writers, and they vote at the end of the year. So it's kind of, you know, the, the last half of the yeah. season's a little more fresh than the front half. Mm, so, I like that. I like that. Uh, Why don't you send send some notes to some of your colleagues in the, in the media here in Toronto and, see and maybe get pick, pick up a little bit of inside info and relay to 
your listeners on Locked on Leafs. Yeah, I should do that. I should. Maybe I'll do that for the Vesna and see what they were cooking for the Vesna because this one's a little bit more close. So we got Vasilevsky as the favorite at minus 125, Mark Andre Fleury at plus 175, and then Philip Grubauer coming in at plus 500. I actually think that all three are like credible winners for this award. I'm a little surprised that Grubauer, like you can get decent value on him considering the year that he had with Colorado, the President's Trophy winning team. It's true. Absolutely. Yeah. You're talking about the best team as far as the regular season goes in Colorado. You're talking about the second best team in Vegas with Mark Andre Fleury and Tampa Bay, not far behind. I do believe, however, Vasilevsky will win it. He is the favorite. I just think this is going to be a landslide for the Lightning. You talk about the Norris, you talk about the Conn Smythe, you talk about the Stanley Cup. I think this is a Lightning <laughs> season, and Vasilevsky will squeak out the Vezina in this one. But it's going to be a tight vote because you're right. Mark, Mark Andre Fleury and Grubauer both had awesome seasons. And they're all, they, I think you could probably make a compelling argument for all three, but ultimately I think Vasilevsky is regarded as the best goalie in the world, and the voters will reward him with the Vezina. Yeah, the well, the NHL player poll came out uh, last week, and they voted Vasilevsky as the unanimous topical. Well, I guess technically it wasn't unanimous, but in favor of, uh, I think it was, what, 50-something percent said that he was the number yeah. one goalie in the league. So, um, yeah, quite uh, quite convincingly the number one. So I, I wouldn't be shocked if that is the case as well. Uh, so you can make those wagers uh, over on betonline.ag and hopefully some hit and you make a little bit of dough. And then just remember that it was Aaron Gorolnik and Mike DiStefano here from Locked on Leafs that helped you make that yeah. cha-ching. And if that's the case, leave a review. Let me know. As a thank and you. maybe an e transfer as well to us. Yeah, nice. yeah, and an e transfer for sure. We'll take an e transfer as a little thank you. You're welcome. Uh, AK, really appreciate you joining me today. Uh, that was a lot of fun. That um, was also really, I think, uh, informational at the top. And now we, we the listeners know a little bit more about what's going on in Canada when it comes to sports betting. I'm glad I was able to chat with you, Oz brother. I had my doer jeans on the entire uh, conversation that we had. Very comfortable. A thrill to be on the podcast as always. Thank you for having me. They don't sponsor us anymore. Oh, right. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> so you can rip uh, those off and toss them in the garbage. That's too bad. Yeah, all right. I don't need that. I need, they're not even comfortable. Who am I kidding? <laughs> All right, man. Really appreciate you joining me today. Um, that's going to do it for us here today on the podcast. I'd like to thank everyone for listening and supporting the show. You'd subscribe to the Locked On Leafs podcast on all podcasts and platforms to receive daily Leafs content. Follow myself on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow the show at Locked On Leafs. And follow Aaron at Aaron underscore Karolnik. Uh, he is the host of TSN Edge on TSN 1050. You can follow him on Twitter. Follow him and go uh, subscribe to the TSN Edge podcast as well wherever you get your podcasts and uh ak what uh what do you got going on for uh tomorrow's show uh well thursday actually this week ab and we'll be talking a lot about bill c218 its impact when we can expect it really to come down in ontario and across canada we're talking a lot of hoops a lot of stanley cup playoffs and maybe just maybe the raptors odds as far as winning the nba title next year could be altered depending on what happens on tonight's draft lottery. Do mm, you got any wagers on the lottery? 
Well, I mean, I just really hope the Raptors win, <laughs> win the lottery, man. It makes our jobs a lot easier in sports radio in Toronto. And Cade Cunningham, or as Jeff O'Neill calls him, Rick Cunningham, Rick. would make a significant difference. Oh, yeah. And uh, you can go check out all of the Raptors coverage because I'm sure uh, our boy Sean Woodley will be covering all that over on Locked On Raptors. Oh, yeah. yeah, he'll definitely be doing some good stuff there. All right, AK, really appreciate you joining me. Um, I'll be back with another episode tomorrow, guys. But until then, keep it locked right here on Locked On Leafs.